0: Working on where I'm, I'm playing uh, a jazz, like up tempo sort of beat going on, and I pretend like super, I'm on stage, super relaxed and casual, and I pull out a trumpet kazoo and I play this <laughs> instead of an actual trumpet playing. I, that is I, a bit that I was working on. I genuinely thought that was drug paraphernalia. I just it just looks. Oh, That's yeah, terrible. it looks very druggy. Terrible. It's really weird. It's literally like a dish specifically that you can just put little, you can just like sprinkle everything on right into there. I mean, it's perfect. It's like perfect. It's like <laughs> but you know, it's wild. The, these things work. It's like. <laughs> well, I <would> hope <laughs> they so. They don't do anything. But oh, they, they don't? Work. They just got like little springs and shit. No, it's just springs. They make it look like I'm actually playing the trumpet. Womp womp.
1: Oh man! Uh, apologies ahead of time for my voice. I was in San Francisco all week at a conference, and uh, it's gone. It's it's gone. It's uh, I I was telling Tab before we started, like by Wednesday, I was already losing it a little bit, and then on Thursday it was just dust, nothing. D- dust. <laughs> it was bad. Dust was, in the wind. Huh? It was so bad. It's still like yesterday. I took us. would never done this before. I took a swig of. Uh, Manuka honey and holy shit, just it's disgusting. But man, the pipes came back quick. I was, yeah, that stuff works. I was just belting some Adele, just crushing it. That's a telltale, that's a telltale
0: sign. Get it, get it, rolling in the deep. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Whew. You have my heart inside uh, uh, of your hands. Take it. Take it. Take it. And you paid it what? The
1: bee. Oh boy, that's beautiful. Yeah, bring that bring fire. that kazoo in. Bring that fucking kazoo in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. Yes. Yes. It's it so easy beautiful. to play these things. You just get a hug whatever fucking person you want. Beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Oh boy.
0: Yes. 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 yes 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 that was stairway to heaven <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was not that
1: was not heaven. it was really not it was really <laughs> not but it was close damn close hey tad hey jay how you doing bud miss you on the last episode
2: i know i know what
1: would you think of that title golden tank warriors it was good that was, I
2: haven't li- that was I haven't, listened to, I haven't listened to the episode yet i, I listen to all their <laughs> episodes uh like especially like i like listening to the ones that i'm on because i like to <laughs> no i like to see like sometimes I, I feel like i take a long time to make my points and i like like say it, like a lot of i use a lot of fillers so i'm i try to avoid doing that and make it sure. better but then i also like listening to the ones without me because it feels like i'm listening to a different podcast that's
1: i i would agree with <laughs> i would agree with that nikki yeah. and i are not very uh uh, we're not argumentative, you know. We're just, we're just. No, bloody. no. Very brotherly. No. Um, well, yeah. shit, guys. I
2: have to be the voice of reason to you. guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he says. Um, hey, listeners, welcome back. This is MBA episode one hundred and ten. I want to sincerely, sincerely apologize for the delay. We had some scheduling conflicts, some travel, a lot of the shit going on the last couple. Some illnesses, some voices lost, as you heard previously, mine and Tad's. Um, just a lot of just a lot of shit happened over the last couple of weeks i want to apologize again remember this is not our full-time job we do this for fun and i hope you guys enjoy the fun that we have but we are back chances are next week's episode will probably be delayed again because it's thanksgiving here in the states but we'll see thanksgiving, we'll figure yeah. it out we'll figure it out i ain't worried about it i ain't worried about it if we got to do another sunday episode we'll see what happens uh anyways I am your host Jake Heilas coming to coming to you returning from the city by the bay I punched Steph Curry in the face at the fucking yard sale he was at you idiot he was trying to haggle for a fucking hot wheels set you jerk
0: pay full price don't don't, You're don't, rich. Believe, don't don't believe don't believe that that, that happened i
1: did it don't <laughs> Actually, real talk, Steph. I was uh, I was at Dreamforce for the listeners who are in the tech industry. I was at Dreamforce, which is Salesforce's conference, and Aisha and Steph had a panel. They were speaking at Dreamforce this year, as was Obama.
2: Did you Did you go? I
1: did not. I did not. Uh, our uh, Our CMO uh, was a cracking the whip a little bit, <laughs> so we were we were at the booth uh, doing doing our
0: jobs real
2: hard. Um, like almost that like it's almost like we're we're a
0: real company now, and we have to. Yeah, do that it's weird. You're like yeah. paid to do things. It's wild.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. I got free food out of it, so I'm good with it. Nice. Um,
2: I would just love that uh, uh, get paid to your get paid comment, Nikki. Uh, there's a there's a tweet that somebody tweeted out once upon a time. And like it gets posted on Instagram all the time, but it's like the screenshot does. It's like, what's the craziest thing you've ever done for money? And somebody replied, work 40 hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love yeah. that. That's good. They're it's like true. That, key, that key and peel sketch where they're like going to rob the bank. And he's like, here's the thing. We go in, we fill out an application. <laughs> <laughs> we start, we, we work at a bank. They pay us every week. And after 40 years, we just walk out like nothing happened. <laughs> It's like man, that's a job. You're talking about a job.
0: A job. <laughs> those guys,
1: those guys are so great, man. I love them They're, so
0: much. Uh, so there was a uh, one of the hills right next to my job caught f- on fire. Uh, where like the the fire helicopters had to show up and fucking hashtag, put just sand California on it. Things. Yeah. yeah exactly. Hashtag just California things. No, no, no. But legitimately, I open the door. I'm at work. I open the door. I look out the window. Everything is black or gray, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then I was like, whoa. That very, 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 very close mountain is on fire. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. Literally, what one of my coworkers says is, don't worry about that one. That one catches fire every year. And I was like, that's a problem. That's not a don't worry about it thing. He was like, no, no, no. He was like, it's not close enough. And I was like, I know where that is. I know the building that's next to that mountain. Like, that's like a 20-minute walk.
1: I'm worried about those
0: people. <laughs> like,
1: the people below the map.
0: They all don't seem to give a shit. Yo, LA's, just, like, LA's okay. just
1: super chill, dude. Be chill, sort of,
2: okay? Sort of, um, like, in a, in a sort of related note, like, where, like, the Californians and the Southern Californians, like, fire, they're just like, oh, yep, shit. Um, on Friday, my cousin, who lives in Cleveland, um, former friend and former guest on the podcast, uh, Curtis, he, uh, he met me um, over near our office, uh, and we went to get on the red line. The red line was shut down. Um, and uh, it, it, like literally people were talking. And it was like, oh yeah, it shut down. Some guy robbed a bank. So they're like, you know, they think he might've like, you know, run down into the tunnels or something. And I was Whoa. just like, oh, okay. Like somebody, I'm like, he's Curtis, like, what happened? I'm like, oh, somebody, I, they, they said somebody robbed a bank. And, and he's like, he he lived here for six years. And he's like, Oh fuck, man. And I'm like, just, you know, we, they should just run the trains. What's, what's the risk? Oh, we ran over the scumbag criminal. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, that's just practical
1: the way I'm hearing it yeah, yeah. that's I'm just saying. practical well, um should we continue with the introductions? um also here in Chicago um, my 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 friend might well call my coworker um uh, introduce best buddies, dude, best buddies. I'm actually
2: like I'm offended <sighs> I'll just.
1: Okay. Sincerely, from the bottom of my heart. I hope you had a friend, good friend's giving without us. Um, but go ahead, introduce yourself.
2: Yeah, I did. I, I did. Uh, It was like the, <laughs> the whitest thing you've ever seen too. Just all white people. It was like a J. Crew ad. <laughs> Shocker.
0: <laughs> Shocker.
2: Uh, like it literally it was like the J. Crew <laughs> winter twenty eighteen catalog in that place. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, I am also wearing a Patagonia right now with. I mean, I mean, and, I mean,
1: uh, and wool if socks. Fits, if the shoe fits,
2: you know. Look, I don't try to. I don't try to pretend to, to be anything else. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> I respect uh, it. <laughs>
2: authenticity.
1: <laughs> um, That's what this podcast is all about. Authenticity.
2: Ah, mm-hmm. uh, well, hey, it's your boy Tad. Sure. Uh aka, uh, shit, I don't know, Barack Mobamba. Oh, Let's go back. Go back to the well on that one. Ooh
1: uh west coast gentleman, can you introduce yourself and then i have a fun game i'd like to play
0: uh i'm nicky Kiles, aka hollywood Nikki, aka rudy go berries and cream <laughs> very nice hey,
1: that's good that's good yours i don't mo- like that one yours was mo, mo-, 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 mo- bar- barack ma-
2: yeah. yeah, I didn't say mine was good, but I, I usually bank on Nikki to like that's carry cool. that. Like, I give a shitty one. Hey, I, Aaron Gordon Blue, which was a pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> that, was, you know, that, that I respect. Guys. That was I, a I, good I, one. Now, I've, I've, I've had uh, I've had some some decent ones. You know, it's, what, it's dramatic, uh, well, <laughs> That's
1: good. Let's <laughs> test out the shops though. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Thanksgiving is next week uh, or this week uh, by the time you listening to this episode. So I want to do some Thanksgiving NBA player pun names. Who's gonna kick it off? Mm. uh let's see, let's see. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Fuck. Strawberries, baseball. Never mind. Uh, uh <laughs> like
2: Daryl Strawberry? You can't talk Strawberry.
1: Uh, Brent cranberry yeah. sauce.
2: Brent cranberry sauce. Okay, I'm
1: like, what the yeah, fuck? okay Rick, I get Rick. it. <laughs> uh, 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 uh um, okay, hold on. Come on. Come on uh come on i have foods we on my did, head
2: we did this last year and i had a really good one and i, I can't remember i can't remember what it was but you know, it was it was know, a good, one. I, a, I, a good one. I
0: can't remember uh, what it was
1: gerald green bean hey, casserole nice oh, so, let's go i
0: was gonna tim, I, was, I was gonna oh go ahead tim pumpkin oh very nice i like that i like that i don't know if i tim pump what Instead of Tim Duncan. Oh. Tim oh. Oh, no. Come on, Simon. Or or Tim Tim Duncan Pie.
1: <laughs> nice, very nice. That's good. That's good. Let's go. Uh okay, okay, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna be the only one with uh, uh Jamal Burn potatoes. <laughs> Mashed burn potatoes. I crushed it. Boom! <laughs> I mean that's
2: better than anything. Better, better than than anything that uh, that I've I've offered.
1: Ooh, ooh, um, uh, yeah. uh, okay, oh, come on, come on, come on! I'm trying to come up with one for stuffing. <laughs> that one's hard. Uh, yeah,
0: I was trying to think of one for stuffing to do. <laughs>
1: uh, oh my god, he played for the Bulls. Oh, fucking Christ! I was going to try to rhyme stuffing with Ruffin, uh, David Stuffin. <laughs> Couldn't
2: you just go Michael Stuffin?
1: <laughs> Michael Stuffin. Yeah, Michael Bread. Uh,
0: (laughs) Michael Bread. Yeah, Michael Bread. Sean Bradley.
1: Nice. There he is. Uh, Biz Mac and Cheese Biombo.
0: There you go.
1: All right, um, now, now we gotta try to find some like authentic Thanksgiving food that so we can just like let <laughs> right, right in there. Um, <laughs>
2: I'm trying to think of somebody with like with like rolls, you know, like yes. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah, there's gotta be uh, Andre Andre Kira Link rolls. Nice, <laughs> that's there you great. Go, I Andre love that. Kira's.
1: That's gotta okay. I like hold on, that. That's hold a on. good one. On. Okay, one of us has to fucking get gravy. This is kind of embarrassing. We gotta get gravy. Come on, come on.
2: Gravy, gravy, St. Allen. Gravy and Allen. Who? Grace and Allen. Graveys and Allen. Oh,
0: gravies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> gravy Allen. Like, so- okay, I get it. What? Yeah, I was like, Allen. Hold, <laughs> Hold
1: on. Hold on. Hold um, on. Oh, my God. There's got to be one. Gravy. I want to I get a gravy one. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> I was going to say gravy. Oh, that's
0: terrible. Tracy. Tracy McGravy.
1: Yes. Okay, that's it. No more. No oh, more. No, no more. Wait, that's great. That's great. I had one, I had one go, 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 go.
0: Sam Casserole.
1: Okay, that's good. Okay, and now Sam, we're Sam, done. Sam Casserole. That's nice. Very nice. Very nice. And with that, we're done. Um, all right, guys, let's start. Let's start the episode for reals. Um, oh, by the way, this is the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit like Thanksgiving puns for uh, basketball players. Um, yep. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Sam Cassell once played for and coached next to Doc Rivers. I'm a pro. Okay. Uh, (laughs) um, Now, some of these stories are going to be a little dated. You guys are going to have to forgive us. We're just trying to cover all the bases from when we last recorded. So, Doc Rivers was fined $50,000. More than many people's salaries. Many, many, many people's salaries for um, improperly reporting Kawhi Leonard's injuries. um, And basically giving him uh, rest a la load management. So, guys... Couple questions for you. Question number one: In your opinion, should Doc Rivers be the one that is fined for this? Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> for this transgression.
2: Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: Hard. I don't st- think. So. Yes.
1: Okay. Nikki, Tad, fight.
0: I think. I'll let you go. I think that it should be Kawhi who gets. Uh, the fine, because he's the one who's not playing. It's they're pretty much like uh, Doc Rivers has to give a reason to why he's not playing, and he can't say like, oh, cause he doesn't want to play. like you know, he can't do that. That's an interesting take.
1: I haven't heard many people take that side of like because the reality is like many of these well, players want to player, play well, it's not that he doesn't want to, but as a part of like many of these players have like load management kind of like, built into their contracts now in a lot of ways sure. like they kind of like run the gamut on that and i haven't heard many people say why are the players to some extent on the hook for this load management fine
2: see i like i i think that's a, a fine point but also doc rivers is the coach and the gm of that team like,
1: um not anymore Mm-mm.
2: wait uh, they uh, hired gms
1: jerry west took over, oh, jerry oh, west right.
2: took over. I, I did i did, I did and uh about frank what's oh. his face Yeah, yeah, no, no, no Frank Reynolds Yeah, no, not Frank Reynolds. No. So anyway, I started blasting.
1: (laughs) Um Lawrence Frank. Lawrence Frank.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I kind of forgot about that. So that's that's on me. But I still like the thing is like Doc Rivers, you're the coach. I I think it's better off if you find the organization. Um because I don't think Doc Rivers gets to make that call by himself. I mean he
1: does he he does make the lineups. True, but he he does have to write up if there are injuries, they have to properly report them, and sure. load management does not count as an injury di- she, uh, diagnosis. One hundred Charles,
2: Sir, Sir Charles had a
0: great point about this.
1: Well, and so, this gives me to my, this gives me to my next question, which is, yay or nay? Load management.
0: Nay, nay, not a fan. So,
1: <laughs> this seems to be the theme of the last couple of episodes. I I want to play devil's advocate because, uh. I do agree I don't love the whole load management thing however I I understand it and there's a strong case to be made that the Toronto Raptors don't win the NBA championship last year if Kawhi wasn't d- didn't have his managed his load managed because he had come yeah, I, I was hoping I was hoping You fucking children! You fucking children!
2: I'll I'll be—I'll be Kawhi Kawhi Leonard's professional load manager for a few hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I can manage a load or two if need (laughs) be.
2: everybody's got a price i
0: love it um but no you
1: fuckers god damn it the nba podcast that tries to talk about nba shit most of just talk shit this is just we just mostly just talk about loads you know what to expect um just loads and loads of loads talk (laughs) just managing all the loads taking on the loads taking in the loads all the loads we'll have them uh well here's the
2: thing okay i i I agree with you to an extent because you are right that they they wouldn't have necessarily want a championship if they hadn't managed like you know his health and and you know the time that he was on the floor and all totally. that and that that's that's totally valid i totally get it and like ideally like you you know long-term health of your players all that stuff a very valid argument my biggest problem is that the nba exists strictly for entertainment and i as a fan do not want to spend you know 100 to 200 dollars on tickets sure and food and all that shit and and then go to a game and be like, well, nobody I actually want to play is f- watch like they're not playing because they're like load like that's that's bullshit. It's totally. bad for the fan. It's bad for the product. It's stupid. That's that's why that's I, like I'm all for player health and and all that stuff, but <clears> like just to sit the guy just be like he doesn't actually have an injury. There's nothing that like, you know, you're worried about. You're just sitting him to make sure he doesn't get hurt so you have him for the playoffs. Dude, fuck that. Like if I'm if I'm going to a game, if I'm here in Chicago, and the Lakers are in town, and I buy tickets to see the Lakers, and I get some bullshit that fucking AD and LeBron are sitting out because of, quote, load management, I'm going to be fucking pissed off. Like, I want my money back. I want the league to reimburse me, or the Bulls, or not the Bulls, the Lakers, to to reimburse me for my ticket because I came to watch – I'm certainly not there to watch the Bulls. Uh excuse me. Like, Zach, <laughs> Zach
1: Levine dropped 49 points last night and tied the NBA record for three pointers in a game. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm great. Good, good, good for him,
2: but I don't give two fucks about the Bulls. I want to watch LeBron and Anthony Davis. That's why I'm going to the Lakers Bulls game. You know? Like it's like that fucking Ari Gold quote when he's like, I didn't go to the Lakers game because they were playing the fucking Bobcats. Like <laughs> yeah, no. like, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not, if I'm going to a Bulls game, it's to watch the other team. Like straight up. I live in Chicago. I'm not a Bulls fan. I'd go to, the Bulls are not particularly good. In fact, they're really, really bad. And um, yes, he had 49 points against the Charlotte fucking Hornets. The Charlotte so, Hornets uh, have oh,
1: been,
0: I'm uh, fine. We move on. We move on. <laughs> yeah. They had the same exact record as the Bulls now.
2: Yeah, that's, I don't think they, they're that good. But, I would
1: argue that they've been better than the Bulls,
0: but.
2: My point is, though, I'm to see, like, James Harden or Steph Curry or Kawhi Leonard or I want to watch LeBron or I, you know, like, I, and then I, I, I go to the game and they're not playing because of some BS load management, like, fuck that. Like, that's why I'm there. I'm there to watch those. Pl- those are the players I'm there to watch. I'm not going to a Clippers game to watch fucking Pat Beverly flop all over the floor and pretend to play defense.
1: <laughs> he doesn't pretend, okay? He's a fucking pit bull. Ask Russell okay? Wellsbrook.
2: Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> he tricked y'all, man.
1: Anyways, um, I also agree. Over overall, I would say <clears throat> nay on load management, but with the caveat that I definitely understand it. And like, look, yeah, I understand it. If I'm a Raptors fan, I got what I wanted. Like, I don't watch the, I don't watch the NBA season. Here's the thing: with Tad, to Tad's point, I completely agree. Like, one of the saddest moments of my life was when I paid good money to go see the Clippers and Rockets back in the day when, like, it was the Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Clippers versus the James Harden second year of Dwight Houston Rockets and Blake Griffin was out and fucking Chris Paul was out and it was, like that sucked that sucked now Blake Griffin was injured so not my problem i mean not an issue but i mean e- you know in any case yeah. uh but Chris Paul was like taking a night off i was just like fuck dude i flew all the way to la to watch this game and here i am and I'm, i couldn't see anybody and that sucks but as a fan of an nba team if i'm a raptors fan last year yeah you wanna see Kawhi play as much as possible. But at the end of the at the end of the day, I got what I wanted. That's a championship. And as a fan, like
2: of that specific team though. Yes.
1: Yeah. Exactly to, that team and and to, he to, the team lost out time you took out the game off.
2: And and honestly, it's if you're a fan, if you are a a big time fan. Of that team like the the like the three of us sitting here watching like you know watching doing this podcast um yeah like we're like i get it like you know if the magic are like making a playoff run and they shut you know jonathan isaac down for like a couple weeks because he's had some health problems like i'm like yeah totally i get it like i even was on the magic subreddit the other night and like they were talking about isaac maybe coming back for that raptors game and i i commented on there and was like i'd rather he sit out like this game because they're like he's a game time decision and my i'm like i'd rather them sit him out but that's also because he has a he has a legitimate injury right
1: but that's the difference
2: casual, the casual fan who's tuning in on tv who is buying tickets to take their family to like an nba game maybe they go once a year or something like that they're going to see those the, the, the those players like they're right. going to see that you know they, yeah. they don't you know I, I went to i once went to a clippers game in la um when they were still pretty bad, it was before they had Chris Paul, but they had, they had Blake Griffin. And uh, like, I watched him play the thunder. I saw Katie, I saw Russell Westbrook. I saw, you know, um, Blake Griffin. It was, it was really dope. Like if those guys were sitting out, like I, I wasn't paying money to go to the stable center to watch Randy fucking Foy. You know right. what I mean? Like, no, I get you. I like, and I, I like Randy. I get, but, yeah.
1: <laughs> Everybody knows that. No, no, I agree. And I would, I would also say to Tad's point, like, um, well, uh, adjacently to Tad's point. Um, the thing is, is like only certain teams have the luxury of being able to do this. Like a lot of teams don't have the luxury of sitting a Kawhi for as many games they do because if they do, they're not making the playoffs. They don't, like, don't win, yeah. Your 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 big dogs have to play or, or you're not playing during the summer. Like it's just not happening. So I, I think this is one of those things where it's like the rich keep getting richer because they have the luxury of being able to – you know uh sit their guys and, and and have them take rest and like frankly the the clippers kind of took a huge risk by doing this now and we'll talk about this here in the, in, in a couple minutes but like PG's back so now you can kind of load manage both of them which is kind of this beautiful situation to be in. But again, only very fortunate teams have the ability to really do load management unless you're like yeah, full right. on tanking. Unless you're full full on tanking.
0: Yeah. It's a yeah. little too early to full on tank yet. Because like the, the Lakers can't do this. Because if you tip one of those two guys, that team struggles. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Or, they're playing so well because yeah. those guys are playing so well
1: though. Or like last year, like Toronto could only do it because they had Pascal and they had Kyle Lowry. Like mm-hmm. otherwise, you can't do that.
0: No. You,
2: know? you can't. Um, in
1: yeah. any case, let's talk about uh let's move on to the next topic. The next topic is uh, man, guys, my pick for most improved player this year, he done. He's not done, but he's out for a while. And yeah. it's ha- had, uh, so if you guys listen to the preview podcast, you know that I picked Gordon Hayward to, uh, win most improved player of the year. He just fit all the qualifications that I was looking for. Unfortunately, he did break his hand and he will be out four to six weeks. It is a left hand fracture, which gives me a little bit more hope in him being able to come back and kind of continue to hit that stride um, as opposed to his predominant shooting hand. Um, dominant shooting hand, pardon me. But um, it sucks because he was really playing really well for a, for a good stretch there. I mean, he had the one game where he scored like 31 points and was like 13 for 14 from the field. Like, I mean, if you look at his numbers here, eight, 1974, having, having like a career year. great year. Yeah. yeah. Like, really great numbers for a good Celtics team, and it just bummed the fuck out of me. Now, when I put this on the rundown, the Celtics weren't where they are now. They're currently the second-best team in the Eastern Conference, um, so it doesn't seem to have gotten them. The other night, they had three guys that scored 19 or more in Hay- uh, Hayward, in Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, and uh, – oh, pardon me. They have three guys currently averaging 19 points. That's what I meant to say. In uh, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. like That's Mr. Funky Jalen Brown. to Thank you. Um, so, so they clearly haven't lost a step despite Gordon Hayward's injury, but I did want to pose the question, like, A, do you foresee him making a comeback, and B, is this going to derail the Celtics' season in the long term? I mean, four to six weeks is a decent amount of time.
0: No.
2: In the long term, no.
0: He'll come back. Yeah, long term, I don't think so. I think he'll be okay when he comes back. Uh, it won't be as bad of an injury since, like you said, it's his left hand, so not a shooting hand. He probably won't be able to do as much dribbling at first, but he doesn't need to on that team. Yeah. Uh, well, he I does do think, a lot of the playmaking, really though. Affect him.
1: He really does a lot of the playmaking for them. Like yeah. He's he a much better distributor than Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown,
0: which True. is valid. Yeah. But they got I, Kemba. It, it, uh, is, is, is,
2: Gordon, uh, is Gordon Hayward soft? Because, like, I feel like. Kobe
1: would play with a fractured hand. <laughs> Kobe's a fucking. Kobe's fan. also a
2: certified lunatic. <laughs> right. So you know, thank I'm you, crazy. thank
1: you, He's crazy, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, I I put this topic on the agenda a couple weeks ago. Since then, the Celtics have been playing really well. So my original point is kind of bunked. But I don't
2: think it, I don't think I would have I would have <laughs> argued the same thing though. Like yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think it's a huge like they've got two literally two guys that can play at or above this level. I mean like. I I agree with your point that Gordon Hayward's a playmaker and he's a better distributor than both uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But either way, like this, that your your game plan probably changes a little bit because you know you you have him and you can't put the ball in his hands in certain situations. But at the same time, they still have an obscenely talented roster. They're still really really good, and they've obviously proven that since he got hurt, they've been playing really good basketball. So, no, I'm not worried.
1: Yeah, I maintain that. I'm still a little worried about their uh rebounding abilities that does concern me a yeah, little bit. I don't
2: think they're I don't think they're contenders, but I mean I, I think they're a good team. Man, but yeah. I said it
1: I, I tell you what, man, like three guys scoring 19 points a game. Like I was I was concerned at the type of season that Jalen Brown was going to have this year. Now I will say this Gordon Hayward being down definitely leads to Jalen Brown scoring going up. But here's the thing if Gordon Hayward's playing right now you got four guys scoring 19 points a game. Like yep. Everybody was concerned yeah. about how the wealth being distributed across the entirety of this team. This team is really well set up. The only concern that I have is like they're not big in the front court and they will get dominated on the boards very consistently by a team in the Philadelphia 76ers who I will say this they've been trending in the wrong direction. They got off to a really good yeah. start
2: and they have Hey Ben have Simmon, been Ben Simmons hit well. a three-pointer the other night. Let's hey, go. Yo.
1: It Seems happened. changing his career forever. No, but they I mean congratulations Philadelphia. They've they've definitely been on the downswing. Um, actually, I'm interested to pull up their numbers here. Let's take a look.
0: I think they're... I want to say 10 and 5.
1: Yeah, they've been on a downswing. It's been... Uh, it's. It hasn't been great for them. We weren't necessarily going to talk about this. This wasn't well on the rundown. But, um, look, they're still... Fifth in the uh
0: eleven and
1: five. Yeah, they're still fifth in the in the Eastern Conference, but they were they were solidly at the top there and have definitely uh you know, after you know, they went like what, seven and oh? They've definitely had a bit of a bit of a rocky uh go at it over the last couple of weeks. But
2: the I saddest know. part about the Eastern Conference though is that like there's legitimately, I mean, like I don't foresee some of these teams getting back in it, but like the teams that are in on the like the bottom and like the outside looking in, like if the playoffs were to start today, like all have a a legitimate shot. Like Orlando's six and nine, and they're the eight seed. Yeah, yeah, and
1: and that's like like look, we can talk all the shit we want about Chicago, but like if they figure it out and have like a nice. Second-half run, like, we could make the playoffs, still. Shut you, the – you shut your you, fucking mouth.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me, can have. I ask you – I just want to ask you one question about that. Sure. Um, in this scenario where you guys somehow make the playoffs, is Jim Boyle in your head coach?
0: Yes. I, I, Hopefully I ask, not.
2: Okay, then. Yes. No, not happening. You don't know that. You don't know that. I, I do know that. I I know that because Zach Levine scored 49 last night and uh, Jim Boylan went to congratulate him and like the players were like pulling him away from him and like mean mugging Jim Boylan.
1: It wasn't good. He did sit him. He did sit him Zach Levine. Yeah. Zach Levine scored 49
2: points to spite Jim Boylan. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say Zach Levine scored 49 in spite of his coach. That's not a good way to boost morale. I'm good. Nope. With it. All
1: right, let's move on to the next topic here, guys. The next topic is um (laughs) so we've all partaken in the cannabis leaf from from time to time over our lives
2: i did just Um, just last
1: night just last night um i did uh on monday on monday actually um was one of the <laughs> somebody in my company that's a little bit higher up than me. Um, in any case, doesn't matter. I'm not name dropping, anyways. No, he's not gonna listen, uh, or she. Who knows? Uh, in any case, uh, <laughs>
2: we'll, we'll wait, talk, hold on. We'll talk we'll,
1: after. will talk In any case, uh, guys. DL Waiters took a little too many edibles on the plane on the way back home from an away game and had a full-on panic attack that required the Miami Heat to uh, pull the plane over, I guess, uh, (laughs) land a little prematurely. And uh, they have since fined him and suspended him for conduct detrimental to the team. Uh, Listen, (laughs) we've all been there. Am I right? We've all had a weird trip. I would like to start this topic by saying, let's all talk about our most terrible weed-related activities?
2: Oh, can I go first? Please. Go for it. Okay, I have a good one. I like sharing this story sometimes. Um, okay, so in college, me and three of my buddies decided to make a batch of weed brownies, and mm. we are going to watch a movie. Uh, so we made the weed brownies, and we all ate one. And we were sitting there uh, waiting. You know, we're watching this movie, and we're, like, kind of waiting for them to kick in. Um, and about – 45 minutes to an hour goes by and like nothing and it's like okay well you know like sometimes you gotta wait sometimes edibles they take, sure take a long, take a long time to kick in um so we we decided we'll like well, let's just eat we'll eat a little bit more so we all eat, just eat, eat just a little bit more another about another half hour goes by nothing so my two friends are like, all right, fuck this. We're going home. I was over at my buddy's place and we live not far from each other. So like, I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll hang out. Watch the this movie. Um, so we're like watching the movie. And uh, my buddy, Brad goes into the kitchen. He comes back and he brings in the uh, pan of brownies. He's like, we might as well just fucking eat these things. Like they're pretty good. <laughs> so we're sitting, we're watching the movie. We're, we're eating uh, this like pan of brownies. We ate the whole pan. Oh my God. Uh, well, the remainder of the pan, And uh, oh so the movie ends. I like, I hop on my moped and I, I drive back to my apartment. <laughs> and uh, I go outside. I'm on the, I'm on the balcony of my apartment. I'm smoking a cigarette. And all of a sudden, it just hits me. Oh no! And I literally said out loud to no one, oh no. <laughs> 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 and oh I like, I like, I like, tried to turn around and go back into my apartment my arms and legs felt like they were made of like cement i was like trying to like pick my feet up to walk in so i finally got inside and i sat on my couch and i literally was just sitting like this like my arms like on the on the couch like (laughs) sitting straight up like just staring straight ahead at, at our at our tv um and I like felt like I was like, I've become like melded into the couch <laughs> and my, one of my roommates comes out of uh, his room and he's like, Hey man, Hey, he's like, what are you doing? Watching the TV? Uh, TV not on. Yep, Watching the TV. <laughs> Literally, like could barely speak. Uh, felt like I weighed a thousand pounds. I see my phone light up, and I like literally. I I probably like reach like this, (laughs) grab my phone, and I look at it, and it's like it's sort of gibberish, uh, from my my friend who who we we ate the I ate the pan of brownies with, and he goes, we fucked up. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh my god, that's That's, great. That's
2: that's
0: that's mine.
1: That's great, Nikki. You got one. You can go ahead. Okay, I got one. I was to say
0: you can go ahead. Yeah, I got go I got
1: one. So my sophomore year of college, um, I had a couple of buddies and we used to uh, partake pretty frequently. Uh, and that was like my first like real foray into it. I didn't really do it in high school. Um, but in any case, <clears throat> there was one night that I had a little too much. My tolerance has always been pretty low. Uh, but there was one night where I was just like, same. we were at a party. There were some girls. And I was just like, I'm into it. She's into it. So let's fucking run it. Um... Had a little too much, so um <laughs> at one point, I'm sitting in the back seat, and I bit myself uh on the cheek, which many people know Ooh. is the worst thing you could do. We had gotten some fries, I was eating, I bit my cheek um and it hurt so badly, and I immediately tasted blood so uh in my stupor, uh, <laughs> I had convinced myself that. I was bleeding so profusely that I was going to die, and that was the the narrative that was going on in my head that I was bleeding so profusely that if I opened my mouth, the blood would rush out, and I would cease to exist. I convinced myself of this narrative, it's like so, the,
2: like fucking Indiana Jones when the guy's like body just like this. <laughs> that's basically <laughs> His face what it is. is just melting.
1: Uh, it was so bad. So anyways, um, uh, for the next like two hours, I just let the saliva build up in my mouth and refused mm-hmm. to open my mouth for fear that I, I just I had convinced myself that the viscosity of my saliva was, in fact, blood pooling in my mouth. Um, and I didn't talk for like a solid two hours um because i thought i was gonna die i thought i was gonna die i thought i put myself so hard that i was gonna die from a cheek bite um (laughs) so that that's uh that's my story
2: r.i.p (laughs) teasing (laughs) peace
1: it was bad um it was bad (laughs) not my brightest moment what what
0: you got um Mine's mine's interesting enough because the anniversary is coming up in <laughs> the anniversary. No, the anniversary is happening. It was a few years ago, two days before Thanksgiving, uh, which I believe was the twenty fourth, like it is today. Uh, so I think it, today's the anniversary of this actually happening
1: <laughs> on, on a night just like tonight,
0: <laughs> uh, and unlike nothing like tonight. Uh, it, I, it's like seventy degrees. out. It was much colder back in Chicago. Back then, uh hilariously enough, my now roommate Bob texted me. He had tickets to a Johnny Marr concert. Johnny Marr is the guitarist for the band The Smiths. He also had solo work. Bob was like, "Hey, yeah, the person I was supposed to go with didn't show up. You want to go with?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And he was like, "You want to get some food beforehand?" And I was like, "Perfect, because I have a little edible to eat, and I need to wash that down with fatty foods."
2: <laughs> of course, and I
0: took a firecracker that our buddy Griffin made. Griffin. Uh, Bob must hear me talking because he just texted me that Johnny Marr also wrote all the music for that. <laughs> Marrs who wrote all of their music. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Great I'm telling your favorite story. Oh, this is good. Uh, and so I took one of Griffin's firecrackers, which. I did not know at the time, Griffin uh, likes to take them and make them very strong. So you don't take a quarter, you take a half of a quarter. So an eighth, you take an eighth of the whole thing that he gives you. Did not know that I took a quarter. What's up, Dion? I took a quarter. Um, the first two and a half hours, I felt nothing. Bob and I went to a place known in Chicago called Cheesy's. Oh, I love uh, is the best. They make grilled cheese sandwiches. I got a tenderizer. I'll never forget this. I got a tenderizer, and I got the uh, Boulder Brewery Shake Chocolate Stout. Very, very good drink. I remember that very well because I forever wanted to know where that beer was afterwards. And I ate, had that, then I started feeling it very slightly. And I was like, well, this must have been a dud. Oh, well, we go to the concert. We're at the concert, there's some random lady who's starting. It's just a woman, white girl, dreadlocks, blonde dreadlocks, sundress, no shoes. Middle of November. Sign me up. She's just like, oh yeah, the last time Johnny and I here was here, we had a blast. And I just love Chicago, it's such a great city. And I'm staring at her just saying to myself, yo, this chick is high as hell. Like she <laughs> looked gone. She said, and I quote, I'm going to tickle the twines for you now and she hit one thing on that string and i felt the sound waves go through my entire body and i turned to bob and i was like bob i am too high (laughs) and he was like oh did you have one of the edible i was like yes and he was like oh i talked to mike and will about that you should have only had an eighth and i was like i had a quarter and he's like oh you fucked up (laughs) so i asked for the keys to his car because i wanted to leave. I was he was like, uh, where are you going? And I was like, I'm just gonna sit in the car. He was like, okay. Before I wanted to sit in the car, I wanted some water. I went to Clark's, which is over on Belmont, because we were at the Vic. Okay. I sit down. I am sweating profusely. I am freaking out. And this glorious gay angel comes up to me. And he puts his hand. I am not lying. He puts his hand on, on the table, his other hand on his hip, and he goes, You tell me what you had and how much and I was like (laughs) I had an edible and I'm just way too high I just kind of really want some water and he was like I will be right back comes back (laughs) gives me my water takes my menu leaves and I'm like thank god just drinking the water he comes up a second time he drops a fucking burger with chorizo on it (laughs) hash browns and a vanilla milkshake Mm -hmm. he just goes you let me know when you want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You beautiful angel. What the fuck? I finish up. I look at the time. I realized Bob's car was in a tow away zone at this point in time. I walk over to his car. I get in the car and I drive right to the right next to the Vic, right to the side. Just ready. I text Bob. Hey dude, I moved the car over. I'm going to crash here until the end of the the concert. And Bob, (laughs) very, very shitty quality calls me up and is like, everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I just moved your car. And he's like, is everything okay with the car? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I only moved to the block. And he was like, yes, but I saw you walk out this building. <laughs> I saw what your face looked like. And I was like, yeah, dude, I've got a story to tell you because someone else saw my face and he came to save my ass. <laughs> what, uh, an,
1: what an angel. That
0: is my story of getting way too high. What like an a, angel. What a, an angel. Johnny Marr concert. <clears throat> wow. Um, uh dion where bob, oh, bob also just texted me please mention how scared i was after you mentioned you drove all caps <laughs> all fucking caps
1: that's all very very valid it's all
0: very valid oh ve- oh a hundred percent had i been so right, too would have been like this is a bad idea oh, uh, that's funny that's
2: funny. i was i was thinking that like maybe you like the car was parked like you know f- like a fine place to be parked and like you ultimately moved it <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Or like, you're like, or you're like, oh yeah, I moved the car and it's like parked in the middle of the street. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I remember, I remember very high parking very slowly in this one spot that I had found. And just like afterwards getting out of the car, instead of just jumping over to the other, to the passenger seat, getting out. And actually admiring my work, <laughs> fucking shit, dude. This is how you park a car. That and then I got me. to the fucking passenger side. <laughs> that reminds and just me. Just went to bed.
1: Our uh, our friend Orlando, one time, got so drunk he drove home. Oh yes. And parked his car. Perpendicular <laughs> to the sidewalk, to the rest of the, cars. Angle to the sidewalk. So his, his dad, who's a cop, by the way, <laughs> wakes him up the next morning and here's all the cars parked in a row. And then here's Orlando's car <laughs> <parked> <laughs> completely perpendicular yep. to the rest of the car. He's back, he literally backed into the spot. His dad's like, What the? Fuck, were you thinking? <laughs> he was just like, "Look, I backed into the spot. I don't know what you were saying."
0: I mean, <laughs> he was, hey, look, he, he parked was, it.
1: Uh, he did park it. He did park it. It was uh, insane. For fuck's sake. Anyways, look, De- Deion Waiters wasn't playing anymore on the Heat. We'll figure. I, I, it's no. it's a sad story. Who knows what happens? I just want to know who gave it to him. Um, let's move on to the next topic. I, I, the
2: one thing I will say is they, they suspended him for an amount of games. It's kind of bullshit. They suspended him for the amount of games that like causes him to like miss out on like a bonus.
1: Sure. Well, it's a little uh, weak, you know? It is. It's not cool. He's been a problem since he's gotten there though. Like his first season he balled yeah. out. Then he got one fat, of his then he got fat.
2: One of his nicknames is Headache. <laughs> it says right there.
0: I see it. I see Downhill it. Downhill D. One of his names
2: Google me. One of his nicknames is Kobe Wade and ain't nobody ever called this dude that.
1: No, no cool. he, was
2: that.
1: he wrote that one in there. That's a, that's a Wikipedia page he, he, that he, he created called, for
2: himself. He made that nickname for himself. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. Guys, I want to talk about Andrew Wiggins for a second. We've said a lot about Andrew Wiggins on this podcast, have had a lot of strong opinions about young Andrew since he started in the league. Many people say he's a waste of talent. He doesn't really care. Um, and he hasn't really he hasn't really spanned. He hasn't really panned out uh, as many people have, have hoped. However, we are now – on week five of the NBA season, and he is currently averaging twenty-five five and three and a half, shooting forty-seven percent from the field and thirty-three percent from three. He has stepped it up on the defensive end; has a very good uh, PER higher than his career average, and uh, overall has been junior Maple Jordan in a lot of ways. Um, called
2: PER, his PER. I've always just called it PER. Yes, P-E-R. Just, you ready? But, yeah, you know, PER. Player efficiency. Or I, or I just always say his efficiency rating. That's fair. I'm nitpicking. In any case, um,
1: <laughs> guys, not many players have taken five seasons to figure it out. It's happened on a few occasions. The one example that comes to mind is Chauncey Billups. It took him a while. He was in season, I think he was in like season number seven before he became Chauncey Billups. Um, and it took like three teams for him to play on before he became who he was. Um, but then he became a guy who's arguably a Hall of Famer just to some extent. Um, arguably an argument can be made.
2: Bouncy Billups belongs in the Hall of Very Good and nowhere else.
1: I digress. The point that I'm trying to make here is that <laughs> there have not been very many first round picks who figured it out later in their career.
2: Well, for first round picks, let alone number one overall. First overall.
1: Totally. Number one. Totally. The question is, he
2: was number one?
1: <laughs> is Andrew Wiggins, is this his season? Is this a season where he finally puts it all together? And I just want to pull up his per season numbers here because this is by far his best season of his NBA career um, thus far. I mean, everything across the board for the most part. I mean, his effective field goal percentage is the highest of his career thus far. His two point percentage is the highest of his career thus far. His three point percentage is only a few percentage points below um no i guess he's not shooting as well he's, he's, right, around, he's right around average. He's, he's right, right around, around where he where he normally yeah. averages his field goal percentage overall is the highest of his career um he's averaging more blocks than he's ever averaged um his turnovers are a little bit less than his career average and again he's got a positive player efficiency rating um is this the season guys is this the season where where young andrew finally
0: puts it all together Tad, Silence.
2: Oh I was I was waiting to see if Nikki was gonna say
0: anything. Oh I was gonna let tago go. Yeah uh, let you go first.
2: I'm gonna say no and we'll see a regression to the mean. Uh, he's still taking a lot of long twos, a sure. lot of pull up two point jumpers. Um I I just we're thirteen he's thirteen games in. I don't think so. Um I think that we will see his his we'll see. I think we'll see regression. Um sure. I just, I mean, frankly, like, I, I just, I, I, I don't foresee the, the, like, efficiency, like, continuing at the rate that it has been. Um, I, he is play. I mean, this is far and away his best statistical season. But like, I don't know if we go back and like look at some of those, like, those other years and like we look at splits. Like, there's a good chance that these were sort of similar numbers. Maybe he was putting up at one point um, during yeah. the season.
1: Yeah, like two I, years ago I, before I, they got Jimmy, he had a similar, similar start. He definitely teared off. Yeah. Through. That was his and seventeen. So point. I, I
2: just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, again, this, I've say this all the time. I don't think the guy really likes playing basketball. Um, and I, I, fuck man, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think so. If he does put it together, good for him. Happy for him. That's great. That's awesome. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, by all accounts, is a super likable dude. Um, he's obviously a, a, you know, a pretty talented basketball player, like all <laughs> things considered. Exactly. Um, you know, um, but I don't, I don't think he'll maintain it. And if he does, and if I have to eat those words, well, good, you know, good for him. Um, But that's just, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I agree. I agree. Uh, Also, like, honestly, dude, how are you a fucking guard and you cannot shoot over 70% from the fucking free throw line? That's bad.
0: I don't understand. understand. Yeah. I I don't understand that. I I think he's going to regress just very slightly. I think he will probably get be at like 23 24 close to what he was in that 16, 17 season. Um, I think that those stats are pretty close to what I feel like he's going to do for the rest of the season. Um, but he is playing very well. And Carl anthony Towns has been playing very well. They both stepped it up a lot, actually. Yeah, the Minnesota uh, King's not anthony bad. I
1: mean, they're not not—they're not good, but they're not bad. What are they
0: like? What, they're they're what middle they right of the pack. Now? They're middle of the pack. Yeah, right like seven and eight or something like that. Probably not.
1: Uh, yeah, eight and eight. I mean, they're middle of the pack. Eight they're sitting at eight right now. Yeah. I mean, they could potentially make the playoffs. Um, I, I will say this like the one positive on the Andrew Wiggins storyline is that he's now playing defense. Um not True. not substantially.
2: I will, I will grant you that though. The effort is there.
1: And that was the biggest thing. Yeah. He's also passing a little bit more. I mean, granted, he did have a couple zero assist games this season already, which is on par, but he's playing defense, which is the one thing that was the biggest that was the biggest gripe with a lot of guys on his team. And I think there was there was a little bit of fuel uh, for the listeners who looked at the top 100 players in the NBA. Young Andrew was not on the list, and he took that very personally and he said, I think he even tweeted, like, there are not 100 players that are better than me in the NBA. And I, I, uh, you know what? I probably wouldn't have agreed with him last year, but at this point, I think he's probably right on par. I think he's absolutely right. I don't think yeah, there's think 100 players
0: stepped that are better than him. My biggest, Maybe 75.
2: My biggest that, gripe with him is on the offensive side of the ball, at least in the, the defense, I'm the guy I'm about to compare him to their defensive similarities are non-existent. Um, but on the offensive side of the ball, he plays too much like Lewald Dang.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. He's not, a, he's not a good dribbler. Not a good dribbler. Not a good ball handler.
2: I just, I don't, I just don't. If Andrew Wiggins is your third or fourth option, great. If Andrew Wiggins is your second option and you're banking on him to play the way that he's playing right now, I don't have a lot of hope for you.
1: I don't know. I think he's been playing well this year, and I'm hoping that this this trend of how he's been playing this year can continue throughout the end of the season because this then becomes – this gets the Minnesota Timberwolves back to that point of like, okay, cool, we can we can actually bank on Andrew Wiggins and Cat, and we just need one more guy. And then they sure. go out and get their guy. And I, I, I genuinely hope that for them, and really for them because like – you're not keeping cat. If you don't figure that shit out, like he's in yeah. season four already. Nah, he's like out the door. you got to figure that shit out or no, he's in season yeah. five now. Like you got to figure that shit out. But in any case, I digress. Um, let's move on to the next topic here. So a couple more topics. We talked about the Clippers a little earlier in the podcast when we talked about the load management. Um, fortunately, Paul George has returned and boy, has he returned. Um, his first came back from injury a man scored 36 points um, in Kawhi's absence and led the Clippers to a victory and has since um, Gotten off to a really really good start uh, on the season. Let's pull up some numbers here. Shall we? Um, he's currently averaging 27. He's shooting 48 percent from the field 43 percent from three um, six rebounds five assists and thus far continues to play his defensive game and the shoulder doesn't appear to be bothering him very much in the beginning, uh, or at least thus far no. into the season. Um, guys, how big of an impact is this return of Paul George? If he can maintain this level of production.
2: I mean, he, I want to say something real quick. He's averaging 26. If it's under five, you round down, bro. Okay, so, okay, 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 okay. I'm not giving a guy 27 points. But either way, obviously, it's huge. He's a great defender. He's a great player. He's played super well. I mean, again, he's only played five games this season. So, like, let's, you know, let's, like, you know, is he going to maintain the pace that he's playing at? Probably not, but he played at an MVP level for a pretty good portion of last season. Totally. Um, yeah. He was in the conversation um, for a majority of the year. He did kind of peter off a little bit at the end. half ah, peter. Uh, but, you know, um, I digress. I really like Paul George. I've liked Paul George since he got drafted. I like Paul George when he was at Fresno state. Um, he's a really, really, really good player. And my, the my favorite thing about him is he has gotten continually better since he came into the league. Like every year I feel like has been a, a step upward, um, throughout his, you know, his entire career. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I I'm, I'm really excited. And that like, that team is really good. If they can, if they make, you know, Kawhi Leonard actually, um, you know, continue to play. But I saw uh, this season right now with Paul George on the floor. uh, They are plus 13 as a team, uh, which is super impressive, obviously. I mean, plus 13, that's great. Um, So, yeah, I mean, if he stays healthy and, like, he, you know, continues to play at a – honestly, even just a similar – you know, I mean, the guy's shooting 43% from, from three-point line. Um, by all means, we sort of expect that to obviously regress, but maybe not. Maybe not now that he's playing with – he's got another bona fide star and they've got a good roster on that team. Like, he can get open looks. Maybe he continues to shoot, like, a, a career best um, from three-point line. I don't expect it to happen, but if he can shoot, like, 45% from, you know, the floor while shooting, you know, maybe 40% from three, <laughs> I mean – then he's obviously all NBA uh, totally, he's not totally, in yeah. MVP conversation but he, he he makes that team significant I mean they're they're a contender if he can continue to play like that and obviously Kawhi plays at the level that we expect him to
1: I mean arguably they're they're the undeniable contender in in the entirety of the NBA if you can maintain even a fraction of this production plus Kawhi like it's it's hard to imagine a league where these two guys are playing at that level, plus the rest of the supporting cast. Like they're deep. they and Landry Shammond. Yeah, is that seems good. Like Landry Shammond's been hurt, and they're deep, and they're still at the top of the Western Conference. Like it's hard to imagine a world where the Clippers don't win the finals with this team.
0: Yeah, what are they right now? They got eleven and five. Yeah, eleven and five. They're tied for third right right now. Tied for third. Yeah, it's not terrible. They're Sorry. they're playing a, they're playing very well. I they clearly are playing better when Kawhi Leonard's on the floor. Um but when he's not, they're, Paul George picked up the slack and, and they won those games. Yes, now they have now they have cuz they're I think they're 2 and 3 when when Kawhi Leonard doesn't play mm-hmm. and the two wins are both are both games where Paul George did play. Yeah.
1: So, it's big, it's big for them. I mean with uh, it's See, obvious. I,
2: I You know what? I want to say this though. Like, I I agree. They're obviously really, really, really fucking good, but I don't know that you could say like with the two of them, that they're the undisputed championship contender, like the, the league this year for the first time in years, there's so much. I don't, I I don't know that I, I wouldn't, I can't, I can't, I wouldn't confidently say that they beat the Celtics in seven games. I wouldn't confidently say that they beat the 76ers in seven games. I wouldn't confidently say they beat the Lakers in seven games Uh, or the Rockets. I, I I, like, could they? Yeah, sure. And would I probably lean that way? Right. But it's not like, you know, last year when, like, the Warriors the last several years were the undisputed championship contender. These guys are are good, but there are other teams that have – maybe not quite as many weapons, but like, you know, like still are still good enough to, to beat these guys. I, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to agree with you there, but I, I will obviously admit that. Yes, they're very fucking good. They're yeah. Awesome. They're very, very good. They're awesome.
1: All right. Um, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, we're going to talk about Christoph's Porzingis, guys. Christoph's Brzingis, uh a couple weeks ago, returned back to New York first game back since being traded and was welcomed with many booze. Many, many boos. Many boos. And they did, in fact, lose that game. They lost that game uh, on a play that some might say was probably not the best use of Chris Hapsburg-Zingas' talent. They had him on the block for the final shot of the game. Um, You know, it is what it is. It's not really his skill set. But he's been okay this year. He's not bad. He's still figuring it out with Luka. You know, he's 89, uh, 1.5, 40.7, 36.8. Anyways. This is not to talk about Chris Dobbs. Um, this is more actually to talk about the Knicks, who last week, uh, <laughs> their front office held a conference. Uh, pardon me. Uh, held a uh, – um, oh, my God. What's the A word meeting? Word? Not a meeting. Public – Press conference? Thank you. My brain, oh, okay. was, my brain was farting. Uh <laughs> they held a press conference to basically tell the fans, we're sorry. This season is not going – as expected shocker um and what what were what were they expecting don't shoot the messenger don't shoot the messenger i'm not shooting
2: Um, you i'm 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 just i'm asking that maybe you might have some insight into what the Knicks front office expected with roughly 70 million dollars into three power forwards Uh, hey
1: amen brother and we all (laughs) talked about it we all talked about it during the offseason we're just like within and and mind you to taz's point they signed all those guys within like Forty eight hours. Like very short order. They made all their signings. Julius Randle has not been good this season. Marcus Morris has been solid. Uh, fucking who else did they bring on? Bobby Portis has been Taj Gibson. Okay. Taj is like Taj is not he's not gonna move the needle. Um
2: Taj Giblets. I mean way, <laughs> way to
1: way to bring it back. Uh you know, Wayne Ellington, blah. Like, this team's not good. The only bright spot on the team right now is RJ Barrett is really good. RJ Barrett is good. Yeah. The, the rest of this team is bad. Oh, and Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson's pretty solid. The rest of this team is bad. Has Kevin Knox
2: been okay? I feel like they haven't put him in very he's much.
1: He's been fine, but like, he's not like what they were hoping for in year two. He's better than he was last year.
2: I will say, I would like to remind you guys that this team beat the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. 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 It's one
1: of their, it's yeah. one of, I think it's one of their, their, Four wins.
0: Uh, yeah, one of them was against the, the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, two yeah. of them were against the Mavericks. That's true. That's true. They're they going made. at Chris. They, they really want to beat Chris. They're they're not good. Yeah, oh, nobody. Like they're awful.
1: We all said it though. I said it when the season started. I said this team is worse than the Cleveland Cavaliers. No question. And
2: it's close. It's not.
1: It's not. This team is an abomination. Like the Cleveland Cavaliers have had some guys. This Listen, you laughed at me when I said that they had NBA players like Tristan Thompson, and Tristan Thompson is having a career year. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, okay. A
2: career year. What? What? I'm just when saying. Tristan Thompson, when does Tristan Thompson's contract expire? But that's not the point. Oh, He's probably, having it's a career small. year. That's the point oh, I'm trying to make. It's, 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 it's ah. this year. It's this year. Kyle Sexton
1: has also been playing yeah. really well for yeah, them.
2: Yeah, man, he's, Dude, he's having a fucking career year and, you know, it has really paid dividends in the win column, you know, 5-11. They're, oh
1: they're better than the Knicks. They're better than <laughs> the Knicks. 12. One
2: and a half points per game.
1: I would say that they are marginally better than them. No, more than marginally. So, I would say they are definitely better than the Knicks. I stand the by amount, my previous... The
2: amount, oh. the amount that the Cavaliers are better than the Knicks can be measured by the edge of a credit card. <laughs>
1: Must, must be a must be a <laughs> must be a fucking must be a, a Chase Sapphire super thick credit card maybe, but I tell you what. The anyways, I digress. We're not talking about the Cavaliers. We're talking about the Knicks. They're terrible. Their front office continues to be terrible, and um, at this point, they not so directly said that David Fizdale is on thin ice, if not one foot out the door already. They're already planning on replacing him, guys. Is this Fisdale's fault?
2: Why? No. Is he going to no. make it through the season? Did, I, did, did, did he decide no. to pay three power forwards uh, roughly the equivalent of $70 million this season?
1: I agree. I'm, I'm no. curious. I just. I agree. He, he,
2: oh, he, he didn't. You're right. It's um, terrible also, that
1: they scapegoated him.
2: Before we get into that, I, I want to say one thing. More egregious than perhaps the fact that the Knicks are potentially going to fire David Fisdale is the fact that Tristan Thompson has four fucking names. Tristan Trevor James Thompson. Why? Why? Why do we have why four?
1: Regal, he's Regal, okay. Regal.
2: Is Tristan Thompson Canadian? Yeah. Yes. That's what I thought. Okay.
1: Yeah. A lot of people got excited about that. Can
2: you do me one quick favor? Who is this dude in the yellow jersey right here? Great
1: question. Any guesses?
0: No. No. (laughs) Uh Henry. Henry. Henry.
2: (laughs) That is a name I have not thought of.
1: Years. What a what a what a flop of an NBA player. Just an absolute. He oh, was like, he was like, he was like, he was like the number one rated player in high school. Went to Kansas, kind of ate shit. Got drafted after his rookie or his freshman year, and just nothing. Just nothing.
2: Kansas. Kansas players are historically very bad in the NBA.
1: That's fair. Yeah. I mean, Paul. I can't Paul really think Joel Embiid would argue, but
2: yes, but like Mario Thomas for, for a team that. Mario Chalmers was a good Mario player. Chalmers Mario Chalmers, is Chalmers not... played with LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh and won some rings. Yeah. Starting Mario point, Chalmers was not a good NBA player. Uh, Rightful friends. Sign him up. Hey, you know where Rightful Friends is from? Is he from Iowa? Oh, you're goddamn right he is.
1: <laughs> I had no idea.
2: You're goddamn right, boy. <laughs> I met him one time, actually. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. Um, he uh fun fact, Ray LaFrance uh dunked a golf ball when he was in fifth grade. That cool. is a fun fact. That's wild. a very fun fact. <laughs> He's a very know. tall man.
1: Uh yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. Um, all right. Well, the Knicks sucks. They they let's stop talking about them. However, let's talk about yeah. one of their one of their long storied players um who is now with the Portland Trailblazers, guys. Carmelo Anthony is back in the
0: NBA, yeah. boys. He is Hello. back in the NBA.
1: He signed with the Portland Trail Blazers two weeks ago, and he is—he's played three games this far. He's played three three games as far. How excited are you guys to have Hoodie Melo back in the league?
2: I'm so pumped to have Sweet Melon back in the league. That is not his nickname. Nobody has ever <laughs> called so him terrible. that. Why <laughs> so said, uh, Sweet
0: Melon? So, bad. <laughs> uh, so uh, bad. I am.
2: I dude. I love me some Carmelo. And boy, your man's looking thick.
1: He, he's a little <laughs> yeah. thick He's always he's looking, been doughy. He's always been doughy. Um yeah, he's always been doughy. Always.
2: I mean Carmelo is doing what you kind of expected him to do. He's <laughs> shooting under 40%. Uh he's taking a lot of shots. Um, his efficiency is fucking terrible. Uh, he is most certainly not the answer, uh, for the Portland trailblazers, but I'm guessing they probably sold a few more tickets to those first few games. He was playing in, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I will, I will say this,
1: look, he's always been a gunner, but the trailblazers are bad. They've had a lot of injuries yes. throughout the season. Dame's down right now. Like they've been, they've been bad. And they needed somebody to carry some of sort of scoring load in his absence, and even when he gets back, because uh, Camp Baysmore just wasn't doing it. And look, I think that this might be uh, this might be shooting for the stars, but if he can give you fourteen points, that's what you need out of your secondary power forward. I mean, this is the team that was starting starting Mario Hazonia. At the four. Like, this team was desperate for literally anybody to play.
2: Mario Hazonia yeah, sucks. He does. Yeah, sucks.
1: And that's my point
0: exactly.
1: I'm very excited to have Melo back. I think that this is exactly what Portland needed. They needed a little bit of a, a jolt of something, and he's given it to them. So, fuck it, dude. Let's just see where it goes.
2: Can you scroll down?
1: Yeah, of course.
2: Let's go... Um.
0: Going, yeah, he's been playing for a long time. Yeah,
2: I mean, just as long as LeBron and Dwayne Wade and well, I mean Dwayne Wade, you know, but, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, I just want to see his his. his it's uh, just him uh, and Cal Corver. I want to uh, see his individual game numbers from this. Oh, we got game logs up to, up top.
0: Game logs. Where do you see that? Ah, there uh, it is. On, up top. Up top, bud. And click on the season. Bam. Good to go. Let's see some game logs. Bring him on. He... Is that my. Is that my is <laughs> he that... scores oh, a lot. I
2: got. Your boy's got a 5% battery. Uh, I need one minute. I got to go plug this bitch in. Go All
0: right. Go for it. it. Let's look at his game logs while he does such things. That's cool. I just paused. Crap.
2: C does not. Easy oh, you, you paused? <clears throat> yeah.
0: Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Mm, mm, mm,
1: mm, mm. okay there we go oof okay i can do this
0: what you got my throat dude oh your throat yeah your throat yeah but the evanuka honey shit does work well oh fucking crushed absolutely crushed yeah so i'm trying to pull up to see what the scores are right now for NBA games Is there anyone playing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clippers are up 84 to 78 against the Pelicans. No surprise there. All right.
1: Let us know when you're ready. I paused the recording. So.
0: Oh, I was hoping that my chewing would get
2: on there. (laughs) No. Definitely not. So, a fun fact I don't have a, excuse me, I don't have a, uh, like a desk chair for my desk. I'm sitting on an Ottoman (laughs) right now. It's not That's why I was so I'm sitting hard. on a yoga ball. That's why it was so hard for me to uh, get out of my seat. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. All Scroll right. down. Scroll down so we can see this. Um... All
1: right, hold on. Three, two, one. All right, we got game logs. Game logs.
0: Um, is... yeah. let, let me see them. Oh, there it is. Let me see them numbers. Oh, three L's. Not yeah. good. He's not the twenty-nine percent. Um.
2: Well. Yeah, I mean that's that's good. He shouldn't be uh yeah. oh boy.
1: He's doing what he's got to ah. do. He dropped 18 and 7 in the second game. He's 3 games in into a brand new offense on a team that he's never played for with a bunch of dudes that he's never played with. Give it some time, killers.
2: Okay, now hold on. Quick quick question cuz you you said um speaking of like storied Knicks players, is is that so do we we do we affiliate Carmelo with the Knicks more than we do with the Nuggets. Man, I don't know, dude. I think he played for the Nuggets
1: for like one more season.
2: He did, and they, he also they, he also had more success in Denver than he, did, than he did in New York. So uh, just
1: like just a pinch more, just a pinch more.
2: I mean that that team that team was uh, like one game away from going to a, a conference finals.
1: Sure, one time. I mean, one time. I, yeah, yeah,
2: farther than he ever made it with the Knicks.
1: Totally, totally. I'm just saying, marginal. Like in terms of playoff success, like I, I, would I always marginal backs at best.
2: I always think about the fact that he forced that trade. Yep. To New York. So dumb. And had had he not done that, how different his career with New York could have could have been. Well, I, the,
1: well, he would. Yeah. Was, go ahead. <laughs>
2: They could have they could have they could have they, they would have had the cap space to sign him outright and they wouldn't have had to give up like they traded all of their talent away to get totally. him.
0: Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so also
2: it, think about how different his his career in New York could have potentially been had had he not uh, done that. Stot- well, had a, and also had Amari Stoudemire not. True. Had all the injury True. problems. Injuries. Had. True.
1: I mean, so let's just look at numbers here cuz this was a this is an argument that I heard on a podcast recently which made a lot of sense to me. So he played one more season in Denver, but his numbers are nearly identical. I mean, twenty four point eight in Denver, twenty four point seven points per game in New York, uh, seven rebounds a game in New York, six point three in Denver. Uh, you know, shot thirty. He shot much he was better. More,
2: he was more efficient.
1: Yeah, he was. He was. There's a case to be made that he was better in in New York. I mean, there's, there's a case to be made there. I mean, points-wise... he's
2: more efficient in Denver. So yeah. About the same amount.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, but when he retires, what's he retiring as?
2: A Nick. I mean, he, he'll, Nick. He'll, he'll, he'll retire. He'll maybe. be more famous than Nick, yeah. I, I agree. I
1: agree. Um, Look, man, it's been three games. I'm just happy that Melo's back. I, I think that the way he got, got by the Houston Rockets last year it was basically a scapegoat, was totally fucked. None of that was his fault. Their entire defense was shit. It had nothing yeah. to do with him. And they basically just like played him out of there. Um, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's back. Um, all right. Last topic of the night, and then we'll wrap up for today. Um, it feels like we won't stop talking about our man, Luca, but Jesus. In the last two weeks, he's had two, count them. 2 40 point triple doubles. Uh, my man is averaging a 29 point triple double nearly right now. He's like 29 9 and 9. Um it is stupid how well he's playing this year. Oh, now he's up to 30.6, 10 and 9.8. Yeah. Um he is putting up historic numbers. No one He scored four. he had no 41 one, again tonight. That's what I'm saying. No one has ever put up this many, this this good of numbers in their second season. Not even LeBron James. Um, now it's very early on, so we shall see. As we talked about with Andrew Wiggins, I'm sure he'll you know return to the mean. But he's.
2: Already, I don't think he'll. Re-
0: I don't. I don't think he'll regress to the mean. It's. We, saw, we saw.
2: I, I we think saw. think we this saw might. Glimpses, we saw glimpses of this last season.
0: Yeah, this I, might be close to what he just does now. He's unguardable. I agree. You he has been amazing. I
1: agree. And this this team, and we were talking about Kristaps a little bit earlier, but he's putting up these numbers, Luca. That is, he's putting up these numbers, and he's not even shooting well from three right now. Like he's, he's shooting leading, like thirty five percent.
2: He is in his second season, and he is leading the league in efficiency.
1: It's crazy. I mean, the man is—he's incredible. He, he, has an,
2: he has an efficiency rating similar to like what we saw through like the primest of prime LeBron years.
1: Totally. I mean, totally. The, yeah. the
2: numbers that he is putting up right now, the, they're legitimately LeBron numbers.
1: They really he, are. Yeah. Across the board.
2: Unbelievable. I, I'm sh- I'm so
1: impressed.
0: I'm so impressed. Can he I'm, win most improved player? Oh, yeah, yes. Easily. Right? Because he might do that with I, those numbers.
2: What I would love is for him to win most improved and MVP yeah like I mean if you if you win MVP you are obviously also by, the default. Most rude <laughs> by default by yeah by default um, it so feels like it feels like
1: end. the type of season where we're just going to keep talking about him I mean because it's it, what he's doing is incredible just incredible think yeah, very well
2: my big concern for him Quite frankly, is fatigue as the season goes on. Sure. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. He's in his second year, and like, you know, that, that could cause obviously the the regression. When I say I don't see a regression, like, I think his numbers will probably tick down a little bit. Like, I, I think that's, you know, probably pretty likely. Right. Um, what I'm saying is, like, I think, like, he'll have still have great numbers and we'll continue to see him put up great numbers every single year of his career for as long as he graces us with his presence in the NBA but I am I am hugely concerned about fatigue and conditioning and that sort of thing because the euros don't really believe in that um like they don't believe in like conditioning training and and all that stuff so that there's a reason for concern but I don't think it's like a like a Thing. I'm not well, terribly concerned by it, but that is the one thing that gives me a little bit of pause.
1: And and the one thing, I guess, on the opposite side of that that gives me some hope is that he did take his health and fitness very serious in the offseason. Like he is noticeably leaner and he is in noticeably better shape. Like him and Kristoff are working out together a lot this offseason. And I agree that traditionally it's not necessarily valued on the European end. Like it's just not really big in, in, in that league, but He's young. He's been exposed to this for quite some time now. He's been a professional for quite some time now. And I, I was I was inclined to agree with you, but he did take his shit serious this off offseason. And if it shows, like, granted, he could have a third-year slump where it's just like, yo, I'm killing the league. I don't have to get as buffed this year as I do normally. But he definitely got his shit together because he was doughy as fuck when he got drafted.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: he was. Yeah. Um, He's a doughy boy.
1: He is, though, like, I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast today, and he he and Mark Stein were basically saying, like, if Larry Bird was born again and played in the NBA, he would play exactly how Luka's playing right now. Same style of basketball, passer. He wasn't as good of a ball handler as Luka, but, like, there's a case to be made that had he been playing right now, his ball handling would be better. But shooting, passing, playmaking, literally everything he does is running, very reminiscent diving, dipping, dodging—all the things. Um, he's very reminiscent of like a Larry Bird-esque type player. I mean, he really I I, I
2: I love to hear you put some respect on Larry's name. I I got in an argument with this on the sports Slack channel at work. People were fucking bad mouthing larry legend i was like i have no time for this I won't <laughs> have it. Let, me, let me put y'all in your place um, dude, larry, larry bird could easily play in today's today's yeah. league or today's today's game the way he played back then but like you imagine larry bird at 22 years old now like if if he was growing up and had turned 22 like this year right. you know i mean yep. it's like yes i completely agree would play yep. very similar to luca um Dude, yeah, I really love. I honestly have considered getting a a jersey or like a shirtsy at minimum. And I'm, <laughs> shirtsy. Not even a, and I'm not even. A, I'm not I like that. A, a Mavericks fan. You know? I,
1: I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this. Like, he's, he's been, been playing... Oh my god! And like, Kristaps hasn't even been that good yet. He's been fine, but he hasn't yeah, even. He been that he had, okay. a,
2: he had a big. He had a big game tonight. He he's did. He was like ten like to seventeen with like twenty eight points or something. And
1: this is what I'm trying to say is like, if those two and Rick Carlisle can can situate them. In this really fun pick and roll at the top of the key type game where like Christops is basically his counterpart in a way where like let Luca drive because he's gonna do that, but he will find you and you get your shots. If they can find that two-man game, for fuck's sake, man, they just need one more guy, and that team is going to be dangerous. Like
0: If you could bring a guy. one more more guy. They got Tim Hardaway Jr. (laughs) No, 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 no.
2: He's been playing well. He's
0: He's been playing well, though, yeah. Not the third guy. But he's not the
1: third guy, no. Like, they would be better off with, like, a Jalen Brown type or a Bradley Beal type. Someone someone of that ilk who can also stretch the floor and defend. Like, man, dude. And here's the thing. Luca is the type of player that other players want to play with, and if he makes the All Star team this year, which duh, he's going to, he's going to be around a lot of these other guys who could potentially be suitors to play with him in the coming years in their pending free agency. It's very very exciting for that team. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Dope. Before, uh,
2: they are uh, no, like uh, I just want to say, and I said this before we started recording, but I just want to say. That um, look, man. You know, I, uh, I I said on this very podcast, you check did. the tape. You did, Luka Doncic MVP, and it was a hot take at the time, but I don't think it's that hot now. You got me. You got me.
1: cool guys. Well, you,
2: you you and you spit in my face. And I said, did.
1: I, was, I laughed. Um, Some might even say I scoffed. It's my thing.
2: You did. I think. It is
1: your thing, yeah. I did. Uh, well, listen, guys. Um, did you
2: see that uh, – did you see they asked him um, why they thought they're de- – like they asked Luca why uh, their defense – had how their defense improved so much this season. And he laughed and said, it's because we don't have to cover for Dirk anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you guys see? The,
1: did you guys see the other night when the, the fans were rooting for J.J. Barrett to come in the game? He was just like sitting yeah. there. He like ran out yeah. of the and came back. Oh, my God. I love that should've, shit. <laughs> he
2: should have checked in. He, he should have checked in.
1: From like, Rick, Rick, yeah. take a seat, take a seat. Uh, well, shit, guys, it's been two weeks. We finally did it. We're back at it. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up today?
0: I have one thing, hey. and this is to piggyback back on the Knicks stuff we were talking about. Uh, during the Nets-Knicks game today, uh, uh, oh, no, why can't I can't think of Richard Jefferson uh, said that he knew it was time to retire when the New York Knicks offered him a contract, him. <laughs> wait, who, who said who said that? Richard Jefferson. Oh, he oh, said boy. that he knew he knew he had to retire when the New York Knicks offered him a contract. To play That's for so them. funny. That's, That's so he mad. said that during the broadcast tonight. That's funny. and I think that is a perfect way to describe the Knicks and and a
1: perfect way to close out the episode. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you yeah. for that. Uh, cool guys. Well, let's plug and let's wrap this thing up.
2: So two things real quick uh, before I plug. The second thing is me plugging, but one thing. Um, on February 6th, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans uh, play. And in Chicago, Jay, we should look into going. I would really like to see JJ play again. Um, and you know, rumors are is that 30,
1: Zion's coming back.
2: He is 35 years old, so I don't know how many opportunities I'm going to get to see my boy play. So Everybody. I'd like to go to that game, so we'll talk offline. Um, and then uh, number two, you can follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. Uh, that is, or, at Tad Hall underscore.
1: There it is, Nikki. Plug away.
0: Uh, you can follow me at Nikki Palooza. Who
1: all right. You can follow me at J underscore Hilas on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Not Facebook. You can follow NBA though on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at NBA Pod. Please don't forget to give the podcast a five star rating and review. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us double the ratings. Um, all right. Well, for Tad, for Nikki, for J, this has been NBA. We're out? Dang,
0: dang. <laughs> Bye, bitches. I forgot <laughs> how it is. I did not <laughs> <terrible laughs> <at. Bye. laughs> <did, I> <laughs> care about that. Bye. I didn't care
1: about that. Oh, God. <laughs>